Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm Court. And today we are talking about Whoopi Goldberg. We're doing Whoopi. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Someone had to do it. <laughs> We're looking at, you know, just various things of hers that we haven't seen or maybe wanted to revisit. So, but of course, while doing this, you know, there were many squirrels because um, HBO Max, they had a bunch of short films that they uh, just um, just posted on their on their site. And so I watched like three hours worth one night. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So they're, you know, between like 10 to 18 minutes long. And so I just kept hitting play going on to the next yeah. one. Um, and there was a comedy that I really liked called coffee shop names. And actually it's similar to oh. what we were talking. There were these three, um, Danny Pudi was one of them, uh, three people of Indian descent who were at a coffee shop and they were talking about, you know, the names that they give to the barista mm. and, you know, Oh, for calling their names when their order's yeah. ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and I think, I don't remember what Danny Pudi's, you know, coffee shop name was, but he was, he got angry because they spelled it wrong. Oh my God. <laughs> so you mean it could be something like Mark or John and, or yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they may spell it J O N yeah. or Mark with the C. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay. C is supposed to be whatever. Oh, funny. Yeah. yeah. And then um, another another one like that called Dolapo is fine. Um, a Nigerian immigrant. Um, she's in high school. She's meeting with um, another a businesswoman who's also of Nigerian descent, and you know just and the the woman is saying how she's got to assimilate and this and that and the other to um, you know to get ahead and or to basically to be accepted in the workplace and everything. And she doesn't do it. <laughs> she, cool. she, the day that she walks in for, yeah, sorry, I'm spoiling this. <laughs> the day that she walks in for her interview, uh, she's got her hair natural when she, she had tried wearing a wig before and uh, but she's got her hair natural and she introduces herself as Delapo, not as Dolly, like she was going by before. Mm-hmm. And the woman just stood there like, wow, <laughs> because the, uh, you know, the woman who had talked to her before, because, you know, the woman she was interviewing with said, said her name, fine, Delapo, it's nice to meet you. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was fine. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. was accepted <laughs> yeah that's great mm-hmm. so but yeah there are so many I I'll, I probably didn't have to go back and there was one that I didn't watch because I, I watched it I think at Sundance um, mm-hmm. about the guy with the stolen bike um, and he he saw his oh, stolen yes. bike yes in uh, Israel I think yeah and he was an Arab immigrant and the- police were getting involved and yeah, yeah. so 
Yeah. So there were lots of good short films on there. Cool. So, mm-hmm. And then Kelly, both you and I watched the, uh, the new Clint Eastwood film. Yes. Car you did Macho. finish it. I did. I did cool. believe it or not. Yeah. Although I said yeah. it, it was too, um, what heartwarming, wholesome, wholesome, wholesome. too wholesome. It was, wholesome. It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go Clint. Yeah. So funny. Like dirty Harry, uh, directing a, a wholesome film that was based on a book. Um, and yeah, I thought it was very sweet, mm-hmm. man. Do I love that rooster? Much. Yeah. Ha. <laughs> oh, he was fabulous. He was. And I hope he How never train a rooster. Yeah. It, well, I don't know. I, I suppose yeah. like any other animal, but um. <laughs> I guess so. I just didn't know you could train a rooster. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I I and I have questions. I have so many questions, but I guess I should read the book. Maybe they that provides more information, but I don't think I'm gonna read the book. Just but, read an article. There's a spoilery article somewhere out there okay. that'll explain things. Just yeah. cry macho movie explained. Um so Clint sure. is 91 years old and he is the oldest working director in the United States. Mm-hmm. The closest one is Woody Allen, who's 85. Oh, wow. And okay. Clint has been the oldest working director in the state, oldest American working director um, since he turned 80. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. But, mm-hmm. that, you know, there could have been somebody older than him at that time, but there there wasn't. He's it. Yeah. And it around the world, there to... are older people, but. Did, did you see his last movie, uh, The Mule? Yeah. Uh, no, no, I missed no? that one. Okay. No. Yeah, because com- that one compared to this one, he's, he's looking a lot more frail. And, but, yeah, understandable. You know, at 90 when this was filmed yeah. then, yeah. But it's still great that he, he is churning out the films. Yeah. And we really do have to appreciate each one because any one of them could be his last Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he is still good. He's still a good actor. He's still a good director. He still contributes his own original music to each felt like one song, you know, Okay, Mm -hmm. which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Hey, it's good. And, and I hope I see the kid more. Yeah. uh... Yeah. He was great. Mm -hmm. See, I think, Dwight Yoakam looks like he's aged more than Clint has. Okay. Like Dwight was in Panic Rim back in that was in the 90s, Jody mm-hmm. Foster. Yeah, he was a bad guy. Well, Dwight looks massively significantly yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. That's been, you know, 30 years, 25 years, however, whatever it's been. And Clint is certainly he must look significantly different too but you know once you're a certain age then it i don't know depends on who you are but still i saw dwight and i'm like wow i saw clint and i'm like awesome wow he's 91 he doesn't look a day over 89 i'm teasing he looks younger than that being silly but just you know the posture and all that stuff you yeah, know sure all that sure sure 
But there are people in their 70s who look aged and frail. Right. So it some of it is genes, some of it is illness, and some of it is just your mental, uh, not state, but your view on aging. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it also stresses the importance of daily physical activity. Use it or lose it, basically. Yeah. So true. Very true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, do you want to be like Clint when you're mm-hmm. 91? Or mm-hmm. do you want to be like Clint when you're 71? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I also watched the Bob Ross Happy Accidents, Betrayal, oh. and Greed on Netflix. Yeah. That was interesting. Did you watch that, Court? Mm-mm. I, I okay. have it um, added to my list. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. I mean, we all loved Bob Ross. You know? Yeah, I, I love that people gave show. a warning. Like, this isn't um, anything tearing him apart. Like, he's still okay. Right. He's still the good yes. guy we loved. Yes. I, I was yes. glad to see that. <laughs> yes. He, his reputation is totally intact. Yes. Yeah. Um, I want, okay. So one of our friends, uh, Chris, you know, who's an occasional guest. Well, I mean, he's part of the podcast. He's just never on. Um, He posted something on Facebook about the dead zone. He shared the original trailer and commented on it. I'm like, I love that movie. It's on Amazon prime. And uh, I watched it totally holds up Christopher Walken uh, Martin Sheen, Tom Skerritt, totally holds up. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Just love it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I rented, it was $20 respect the Aretha Franklin biopic with Jennifer Hudson. I liked it. Um, definitely has better music than the limited series genius Aretha, but I, I think, I mean, like there are some way better moments in respect, Mm -hmm. but there, like there's some jumps in the movie, understandable, but still other movies have done it better where you see her breaking down and her, they call it demons where there's no um, lead in to it. It's like one minute she seems fine. And the next minute, oh my God, taken over by her demons. And in Genius Aretha, it happens in a more reasonable manner. I mean, you see the buildup to it. Again, mm-hmm. there's more time, but there are other mm-hmm. movies where it's made more sense. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, that bothered me. All the acting and singing, of course, is just fantastic. Um, yeah. yeah. And it ends. Uh, well, I don't want to tell. Okay. Um, and then I watched some of, um, for colored girls, um, from 2010 on HBO max, Whoopi is in oh. it. Ooh. Okay. Have y'all seen it? No, I have a story mm-hmm. about going to the movie theater when other people were watching it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. So, um, among others, uh, who are in it, Whoopi, Janet Jackson, Kimberly Elise, Tendiwe Newton as Tandy Newton. Uh, Carrie Washington, Tessa Thompson, and you know, Tendi Way Newton, both from Westworld, Felicia Rashad, Rashad Macy Gray. Um, you want me to read the IMDb description real quick for people who don't know, sure. or just let them look? Mm-hmm. Okay, 
Um, the movie is based on Antoizake, I hate to mispronounce names, but I'm not sure, Shange's play for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough, and E-N-U-F. Unlike the original play, which featured only seven women known by colors performing the collection of 20 poems, the movie has given each of the characters names. Each of the poems deals with intense issues that particularly impact women and a thought-provoking commentary on what it means to be a female of color in the world. So I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched bits because okay. uh, this was at the last minute today um, and yeah. tried to find Whoopi's parts. Okay. What's your story? Yeah. Um, so I don't even remember what else I was there to see, but I went into the ladies room and all of a sudden there were, you know, how when a movie ends, people come flooding mm-hmm. into the bathroom. Everybody came in crying and that oh. good, happy, happy. Oh my God. Flipping out, stressful, something, oh. something happened. And they say what happened. And that made me not want to ever see the movie. <sighs> um, you probably haven't seen it because no. you would be freaking out because I, I know what it was. I know what happened. So I shouldn't but, finish watching it. No, I mean, it, it's up to you, but uh, th- there should be a trigger warning on that one. Not from things that we have previously, th- that website we found. It's not that. It's something else happens. And it okay. happens to kids. So yeah, trigger uh, warning on that movie. Yeah. And yeah, I learned that from the ladies room at the movie. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> so what you saw was amazing though, right? Yes. Like, yeah, okay. the acting is just stellar. Yeah, and it's not, it's not that the story itself is bad. It's like a, a moment happens. It's just too yeah. devastating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not the case. Okay. I'm sorry, Kelly. <laughs> no, glad to know. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Court, wow, what else did you get into this week? Um, well, um, Monday night I had a plan. I was going to start Why the Last Man. It was going to premiere. Um, and all of a sudden, like, like our internet went down and I I kept trying to like fix it. I was like, okay, let me turn the modem on and off and let it come back in. And I double checked the website, um, let, you know, my Xfinity and there's like, we're sorry, there's an outage in your area. It'll be up after midnight. And I kept checking to see if maybe it will come up because I really wanted to see why the last man, it didn't happen. And when I went back throughout the night, it still hadn't been back up. It didn't come back up till the next morning. So in the meantime, I'm like, see, my sisters, they tease me because I still buy DVDs. Um, you know, I'll get the, the package where it has the Blu-ray, the DVD, and the digital copy. So I'll have my streaming if I want it. But hey, DVDs. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to watch Pump Up the Volume with Christian Slater because oh. I couldn't find it streaming anywhere. And I love that movie. Mm-hmm. And I was I like, I'm just going to buy it. I'm just going to buy it. And I did. And I reached for it. And I, I picked up Sisters instead. Um, I bought the whole collection. I, I do. I, I, I'm sorry. I had the whole collection of sisters. It was this NBC TV show from the 1990s. Uh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. And 10 year old me somehow got sucked in the show. I was watching the commission initially with um, what's his name from the shield? Chickless, Michael yeah. Chickless. And I love that show. Yeah. Um, but I switched over to sisters at one point in time. And I just fell in love with that show. And it mm. had so much like it was so many grown up themes and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just, I, I just loved it so much. So I watched the uh, first season all over again, and I'm working on the second season too. The first season was really short, though; it was super short. And I'm going to make my way until we get to uh, George Clooney because he plays Falconer 
mm-hmm. he was married to Celia uh, Ward's Teddy for a while right? until he left oh, her for ER. Right. So I can't be too mad at him. But I'm going to go back and binge that because I used to love the hell out of that show. Yeah. And um, yeah. who else is in that? that? Yes. Yes. Um, what's his name? Paul Rudd. That was one of his first really? roles. Oh, yes. wow. We, I, we go way back. They don't really mention it a lot, but that was one wow. of his first roles. He was married to Ashley Judd's character. Hmm. Wow. So yeah, I've been watching that. And I also went back and finished uh, Equalizer with Queen Latifah because I wanted to get ready for the new season. Mm. And I was binging New Amsterdam for the premiere, the, sec- the fourth season this week. And I was like, I love Max. He means so well. But Max gets into some real, real trouble, like trying to fix everything and not, not really mm. consulting with the people who might be able to tell him what they need. He just right. you know, has that white male gaze. And he's mm. trying to help. He's an actual ally, but he's doing it wrong most of the time. Mm. But he'll stumble onto what he needs to you know, actually do after mm-hmm. the fact mm-hmm. so it's it's a cool journey it's a really good show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah so I'm, I'm ready for the new season to start Yay. oh um there's this movie um called my son with james mcavoy it just premiered mm. i feel like it may have been last week um so the way they pulled me in it's on peacock the way they pulled me in he's in this movie his son was kidnapped james mcavoy did not get a script like I, I need to go, I need him to do a full, full interview. Cause he did a little, uh, he did a little, little something, a little teaser talking about the experience of shooting this, but after watching it, I need to know even more. Like, how did you know what cue, what cues did you take from the different actors around you? Like, cause as we were reacting to things, he was reacting to everything that was happening. Like he was solving the mystery of his son's taking. Wow. And it was, it was fantastic. Like y'all have, That's y'all will wild. have to see it. Okay. Yeah. So I, I really, I, I want to, I need to hear him talk about it some more, what that experience was like. And like, yeah. what did you know if you didn't have the script? That's so cool. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. That was different. Of course, had to balance all this uh, drama with some comedy. And so I started watching the other two and also on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was kind of awesome. stuck there. We keep saying how awesome they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and it's a, it started on Comedy Central in mm-hmm. 2019. And um, it's about, well, you have this, this like Justin Bieber kind of kid and yeah. his other two older siblings. Hmm. And they are the, the focus of the show. So that's cool. And it's uh, uh, two seasons. Uh, the last part of the second season will be released this week. So the first season was on Comedy Central. There are 10 episodes. And then the second season is, you know, they're doing that, you know, three, four, and three episodes. Mm -hmm. And they're just, you know, half hour episodes. Okay. So it's it's a quick binge. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. All right. And then of Can course. Can we talk about? Oh, sorry. Oh sorry. no 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 no. I was gonna go on to uh, to Whoopi. Oh okay. Can we briefly? I'll 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 try to keep it really brief, depending on what y'all want to say. Can we briefly talk about uh, 
something a touch serious based on it, it is serious, uh, a tweet that court found. Um, mm. It's from January of 2020 about this company called Synalytic mm-hmm. uh, that the article was about Warner Brothers licensing it. It's AI that will examine a screenplay to decide whether to green light it or not. Um, again, AI doing it. So Court, how long did it say it would take? 15 minutes? It was something um, ridiculously yeah. short. Less than a day. Yeah. I thought it said yeah. 15 minutes or so. As opposed to the several days. Yeah, it was it was very short. Because the article read that it takes people several days and, mm-hmm. and a bunch of people to go through the process to see if they want to green light a film. So, um, all right. So real quick. Under the New Deal, war- this is from the article, January 8th, 2020, Warner Bro- on uh, Hollywood reported Warner Brothers signs deal for AI-driven film management system. Under the New Deal, Warners will leverage the system's comprehensive data and predictive analytics to guide decision-making to at the green light stage. The integrated online platform can assess the value of a star in any territory and how much a film is expected to make in theaters and on other ancillary systems. So that's, you know, in a nutshell, how it works. Um, so the tweet that you read, Court, um, referenced a book talking about how AI, particularly Google in that book, um, can be racist. Mm-hmm. So what I was thinking about this analytic program is we already know like uh racism and let's just look at green lighting films how they've said oh uh black people films won't or you know films starring black people won't do well in china for example that's the excuse they've always given in the past and even here you know they're just not going to do well and then, of course, we had Black Panther. But mm-hmm. even before that, um, I wrote down a, a bunch. So not not too many, but Black Panther, Get Out. I threw in some Asian or you know people of color and other people of color as well. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Do the Right Thing, Black Klansmen, Crazy Rich Asians. Asians. Medea's Family Reunion, The Color Purple, well, uh, Whoopi, and Sister Act. Whoopi. Now, how do I know these were hugely successful? Because I looked at the budget and the gross income on IMDb. They were significantly profitable. Mm-hmm. So what would this AI system determine it should greenlight? Would they take into consideration films such as this? I mean, Denzel, of course, would be greenlighted. Mm-hmm. If Chadwick were still alive, he would be. There are a bunch of black black actors and actresses who would be greenlighted. Is it greenlighted or greenlit? Greenlit. Okay, greenlit. Green. Yeah. Could be approved. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but you know what? What would the, the, the I'm imagining? Well, Warner Brothers is huge, so they aren't dealing with independent films, of course. So thank God indie films would be doing their own thing. But 
I understand why they're doing this, but it's also sad. Mm-hmm. Y'all's thoughts? It's it's sad for a number of reasons. And I, I know the article said that it, it's not taking like the humanity out of like what they're supposed to be doing. Like there's still people who will be working towards this, but like, I, I just don't see how it can like work efficiently and keep like the human element involved. Like efficiently, yeah, for the for the computer system. Now, is is it, I think it said the WB, the Warner Brothers. The article said yes. that's the, the studio that's doing this. Um, I also the latest found an indie, one. The latest oh, one. Okay. Nice. Um, so is is that why we're getting so many remakes? Is oh. the algorithm just mm-hmm. going back to remakes? Because like there's something that just dropped a couple of days ago where they're talking about doing a remake of The Bodyguard. Um, and oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I forgot there was something else that just came out yesterday where they were talking about possibly doing a remake on that. Like all of us, we've had it with remakes. Um, like yeah. about 80% of the time they're not good. Yeah. Um, and honestly they're doing it for the younger audience, but the younger audiences should be encouraged to go back and watch some of the yeah. older stuff. Um, you guys, I know I fall down the YouTube rabbit hole all the time and I see so many of the different YouTubers who are doing like v- videos either on the music and a lot of them are doing um, videos on watching older movies, um, mm-hmm. whether it be horror or drama or just something like the, the movies that are considered epic or, you know, whatever people are interested in, whatever genre mm-hmm. they may be interested in. Like p- people are watching it and if you give them the opportunity to see it awesome um one thing i do like about the movie theaters like they'll bring like something that was in the theaters a long time ago and they'll bring it back for like its anniversary or something like i saw die hard in the movie theater a couple years ago and that was a lot of fun um but at christmas time of course it had to be christmas (laughs) time actually i saw it twice around christmas time um like there was another event we went to where it was interactive you had like a it was they made a game of it they gave you like little toy guns um and some some other things that it, it, as things progressed within the movie you had to do certain things so yeah but as for like the algorithm like that that super worries me um when the iphones first came out with a lot of the the things that they do like with um opening like your face oh, yes yeah. facial recognition like that was a problem for people of color especially if your your skin tone was melanated because the mm-hmm. system wouldn't recognize you it wouldn't realize you were there and i feel like it was not just that it was other technology who was at, that was having the same issue because whoever was programming it was only programming it for certain things mm-hmm. um like and men. like they said what exactly exactly and the same thing with like Siri and our other like personal assistants, like they weren't recognizing certain voices because they weren't listening for certain voices, which is amazing. There's certain like, ways just, of speaking. Like, is that what you exactly? Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, the, that all, worries me. But the facial uh, recognition sorry, stuff is in uh, Coded Bias, that Netflix yes. film. Yes. Yes. Um, but like the IndieWire article that I found when I was doing that research for what we were talking about earlier, um, it was talking about, uh, it's titled An Algorithm Found You, How Data Determines Price Tags for, fil- oh, price tags for Films and Finds New mm. Talent. So this talk, this did talk about like how some of the algorithms are being programmed to make sure it looked for uh, talent and diversity. So I guess they are trying and we'll Good. see how it goes, but 
I don't know. Like, I don't know how hopeful I am for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't on one take hand, us backward. Oh, we're already, yeah. like, floating backward in so many other ways. Yeah. It's just yeah. horrible. Um, did you guys see, like, I, I don't have the article up right now, but on Twitter, because um, I get all my news on Twitter, you guys know that. <laughs> um, but I, I'd go to the article and I go and read the actual article. Like, Twitter just tells me, hey, did you see this thing? Um, like there was an article that came out from this one guy he did write about Black Panther too. Um, he was talking about how um, like Shang-Chi wasn't really as, as successful as other people were saying that it was um, and that diversity is really killing Hollywood and something, something, something. But exactly, your, the, your face is my face too. Um, and everybody, you know, they were clowning him and they said he's the writer who did that was pretty much a racist because he did the same thing when um, Black Panther went out. Like there are different standards to what can be successful. And he wasn't considering Black Panther or Shang-Chi successful, even though it's, it's done amazing numbers based on the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> oh, not, like, but not even that. The Shang-Chi is the number one Labor Day movie in mm-hmm. history yes yes and and, and it's n- it uh, go on now and they about. hardly promoted it like it did not get as much promotion as some of the other films that have gotten promotion in the past like uh, a lot of the actors and i felt like it was a lot of groundswell that was doing more promotion like than the studio was like i, f- I felt like that actor it was Sim- Simulu. Like he, like after it became such a success is when I was actually seeing him like on the, the, the morning shows. And usually it's beforehand, right? Like you see the beforehand, oh, my movie's mm-hmm. coming out this weekend. Why don't you guys go check it out? Mm-hmm. Like what's backwards? What are you doing? Now there were massive billboards all over LA, mm-hmm. um, probably New York, though I didn't notice them when I was there a couple of weeks ago for my daughter. So yeah. IMDB does not tell the budget for it. But of course Marvel movies never it was like one fifty. I think it was one fifty. And they, they they met it. They when they yeah. were coming out, um I think the projections were if it gets to 60, 40 to 60, it'll be it will be fine. It'll be considered yeah. success. And they got to like 70 or 80. Yeah. And the that opening weekend. weekend. So opening yeah. weekend was over 75 million US yeah. gross to date um close to 177 million worldwide gross uh 320.5 million. Yeah. And has it even opened in China yet do y'all know? I don't I know. don't Probably. think so. Really? I don't I don't think so yet cuz they said China is very choosy about what it lets open up mm-hmm. and Simu had some comments he made. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they let it open. Well, and we'll, we'll still, talk. It's we'll know. talk offline about some other things that are happening with some of the cast because <laughs> I haven't done enough research to have the conversation I want to have you with you guys. But apparently, um, Aquafina and Simulu, well, Aquafina and her black scent are in trouble. Um, but Simulu apparently had some comments that came up over the weekend mm-hmm. from Reddit. So. Uh-oh. but I didn't do a deep dive so I don't yeah. do, do you watch her show uh Nora from Queens I haven't seen it it's no. been on my list forever okay all right all right thanks for that yeah. discussion thanks for bringing that up Kelly mm. oh yeah. well I'm glad I saw your tweet this morning 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we haven't talked about representation in a while. So. Right. You see what happens yeah. when I sleep in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you missed the whole thing. I did. And, uh, and the group text. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One time and I looked up y'all like had approved it. Oh, I know what, like 90 or something. Oh, yeah. No, one time I looked up and y'all had like 70 messages. And I was like, what are y'all talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You guys have done that to me too. So, hey. (laughs) But this is like (laughs) three or four that I sent and like neither of y'all liked or commented. And I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Kelly, this is one of those situations where I thought I commented back to you. Oh. Cause I saw it and I went and did the research cause I saw it. Yeah. I thought I'd yeah. comment it back. No, Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't imagine y'all would say no, but. Uh-uh. Of course not. And you could have said no right now when I, when I asked, though it probably uh-huh. would have been awkward in the middle of the podcast. Just um, it out. No. Talk about <laughs> representation. No. No. We're, we're not going to represent you fairly in the podcast, Kelly. <laughs> no not me yeah we don't want your voice black coming. people and people Sorry. of color of course it's the the white woman bringing it up so <laughs> no i'm probably no. doing it wrong <laughs> right oh not hashtag um, not my place <laughs> it is your place it's super important that we all bring all this up um yes. one more thing about um shang chi uh, they mm-hmm. said that uh, a lot of people were upset that uh, I can't remember. Uh, is it Feige? I think it's Feige that he was really pumping up Eternals. And Eternals doesn't even come out till November over Shang-Chi. But I feel like he was mostly doing it because he's feeling like he can get some awards because our girl is directing Eternals. And like it, it's visually beautiful from the, the teachers that we've seen already. Chloe Zhao? Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, that's that is wild. Yeah. That yeah, she's going from nomad land to Marvel. Yeah. Oh god, that is so wild, especially with some of these directors who are like, uh, Marvel, gross. Uh, who just did that? Um yeah, but Juvenu? she's gonna make a shit ton of money. Right? She and she can she make, I mean, 10 she more make her films. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And she's gonna make art. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Academy Award winning director, second woman ever, Chloe Zhao. Mm-hmm. Yes. Brings and you I'm excited. Eternals by Marvel. Yes. Or Marvel Eternals. Sub- and then she's yes. going to go off and make another Frances McDormand film. And I'm going to support the hell out of her all the way. Or, she is. or a Viola Davis art house film. Mm-hmm. Amen. Oh, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Widows just didn't do it. <laughs> no. I, I, I enjoy Widows. Yeah, I didn't like Widows. But Ma Rainey did. It was Ma okay. Rainey was the same year and it was uh, an indie film. Yeah, yeah. That was more, uh, it was better received, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Whoopi? Whoopi. Whoopi. Yes. Well, and since we all kind of watch different things and I don't, did we? I, I, I think we did. Yeah. Cause I, I watched <laughs> again, I saw your everything. Yeah. I watched everything on the list except Claire's heart, fatal beauty, 
boys on the side. I didn't listen to the comedy show and I didn't watch the mom, mom's Mabel documentary. Hmm. I watched everything else on that list. I, I listened to Same. some of the comedy show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. And I enjoyed it. Sure. It was fine. Yeah. Like I spent a lot of time looking for more comedy shows uh, with her. Cause she used to do that comic yeah. release thing every year. Oh, and I'm like, right. we have HBO Max. It's gotta yeah. be on HBO Max. And it's not. I'm like, where is the whoopee comedy? And I think yeah. I looked on YouTube as well. And it just was not there. Wow. I, I was confused. Um, but I did like find like on Spotify, not comic relief, but it was one of, what was that from 2000 or something? It wasn't, it's not recent. Is it back on recent. Broadway? Is that it? Yes. Yeah. I, I it was it her on, 20th on anniversary show. Through, yeah. Uh, through, mm-hmm. through the library. I found that one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. I'm not disappointed because we had so many other things to watch, mm-hmm. but I really, I wanted to see her comedy. Like I wanted to see mm-hmm. her stand up. Right. Like it's been so long since like they had those things that used to come on every year and with her, Billy Crystal and Robin Williams. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Those are, I totally forgot about that. And so since so she's, yeah. she's been on the view for so long now, I guess she's yeah. not doing a lot of other hosting mm-hmm. type of things. We should have watched yeah. one of those. Well, oh, yeah, I, I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched, yeah. <laughs> I watched a little bit. It's like, and there was one day she, well, there were, <laughs> I, yeah, there was one day she was really angry, you know, and that could be any day, really. I mean, it depends on who, who, who she's talking to and what mm-hmm. the subject is. Yeah. No, but usually on, I, I watch that show, um, but usually she is the media, not the mediator, but like she's yeah. that voice of authority. Like if the, if it gets out of hand, everybody's arguing and talking over each other. All right, we're going to commercial. That's enough of that. And then yeah. come back and like, she's again in charge and this is where the conversation is going or, Hey, yeah. this di- person didn't get, didn't get to say what they wanted to say. Go ahead. You got two minutes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, she is one of the reasons why I keep going back. There was another person on the show who thankfully is gone. That was super toxic. Mm. Was that the one that just left? Yeah. <laughs> I mentioned her, her daddy every week. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. She's gone now. Say so yay. And, and that's, they're, uh, they're, uh, one, that's one of the clips that I watched on YouTube was yeah. oh, that, yeah. that little altercation. Very contentious, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like you need to go sit somewhere or a little girl, but now they're interviewing other people to fill that slot. Someone with a conservative voice who just isn't toxic. That person was just very toxic and like, yes, you should have a dissenting point, but hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so what Kelly, what did you, you said you watched everything except for Clara's heart. I didn't see that one either. Um, yeah. I have I, soap dish, but I didn't make it. I watched, um, I didn't get to yeah, watch that. All right, so should we, all right, you want to just start with what I've got in my well, order? Let's say how she got her EGOT first. Okay. Oh, so ghost. we, we kind of, yeah. Right. So what is that ghost from? 1990. All right, what's the, no, what's the Emmy? The daytime Emmy is for Beyond Terra, The Extraordinary Life of Hattie McDaniel, the Grammy had come in in 1985 when she won Best Comedy Recording for Whoopi Goldberg. Nice. 85. Did I say 85 or 84? 85. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of women have won that award. Um, like I, I saw something later where maybe only two other people have won since then. Mm-hmm. Ladies, mm-hmm. I, I got to double check. But yeah, that was 1985. Um, Oscar uh, was 1991 Ghost and her Tony Award for producing Thoroughly Modern Millie. Yeah. So that was her EGOT. Yeah. And you said last time, how many people have an EGOT? What, like 18? Did one of you say? Wow. From that article. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So I rented three things Mm -hmm. of hers. Mm -hmm. Jumpin' Jack Flash, Burglar, and Karina Karina. Mm -hmm. I really went for completion. You know, this time watching Karina Karina, I had uh, more questions. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so then let's start with that. Okay. Um, what's what's one question? Well, let me well, see. she plays a maid, maid like in nanny. the long walk home, yeah. and she shows up as a maid at the very beginning of Burglar. Mm-hmm. Was she a maid even briefly in any of these others? Probably. <laughs> no. Um, I don't. None think of these so. others that I watched. No. Yeah. All right, now Karina Karina was set in 1959. Mm-hmm. And, totally and like you said, she played a nanny. Right, yeah. right, right. True, nanny, so, not less than a maid. Yeah, not so much. Well, maid. nanny and housekeeper, because she, ha- she was cleaning yes. other houses too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a true. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and my questions are, I, I guess, at the end. Um, do you guys get the, and yeah, we're going to spoil it, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you interpret from the ending that his mom comes to live with them hmm. at the end, or are they just sitting on on the porch no. after the? Oh, I don't know. I mean, he said he hired a new nanny. Yeah, the guy. The guy. He hired the male. He hired the male nanny. Remember when he was doing the interviews? Initially, there was a guy who showed up, and he, he was initially like, "Nah." But mm-hmm. once he lost uh, Karina, once she quit and he oh, fired that's her, right. like he hired that's the right. male nanny and housekeeper because okay. the other ones caused him a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Joan Cusack was. Yes. So funny. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Nanny. yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. also, I noticed in the movie that we never see any of his in laws, his wife's family. Mm-hmm. like yeah. were they at the at the funeral that you know repast whatever or they never did they ever come to visit little molly easier to think that maybe her parents had died at some point and yeah. she had no other and had family no siblings okay that's yeah it's easier to think of it that way all right yeah <laughs> friends you know. yeah i did yeah i mean um you know let's just not even I mean, her friends were his friends and they were already yeah. trying to set him up when he went to that next party yeah yeah that work party mm-hmm. yeah back then you didn't necessarily you, you the women didn't really have single women friends they're well, not not single women friends but other like the other married women on Couple. the block you know yeah, but he he was yeah he went to things where there were the married couples mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and they were trying to yeah. set him up. 
Yeah, they just yeah. were going to be shocked to see that. Look who's coming to dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the other little tangent that I went on after watching this is I watched <laughs> a little bit of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> uh-huh. the, the, um, it's like, oh, she was on that show, and she's not any. She was on there, um, Molly. You know, she grew up, and she she was yeah, a doctor oh, on on. Oh, yeah, um, so yeah, I'm like, okay, what episodes is she in? These are her last episodes. Let me watch those yeah. and see if I remember oh, her. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, I remember her. That's funny. Yeah. So I know that the movie has a happy ending, but I'm just thinking, oh my god all the racism they're going to face the potential (laughs) violence yeah um the problems for molly i mean that doesn't mean they shouldn't stay together but i'm Mm -hmm. thinking what's the half-life of this relationship hopefully they can deal with it should they move up north oh it's not going to be much easier there but they they were in what in california oh that's right so it'll be better so yeah that's true i thought yeah better there than anywhere else yeah oh yeah yeah and it felt like um the family around them would have supported did his mother like really want that for him not really she wanted the nice little girl that he she had already kind of picked out um but with the movie the way it ended with her being introduced to karina it seemed like that's where they were going on the road to that and like him showing up at her sister's house like and like him being introduced, like, okay, so like, this is my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, like, this is who I love. So yeah, like we're, yeah. we're doing this. Um, I really enjoyed uh, Tina Majorini. Was that her name? Majorini yeah. Marino um, as Molly in this. Uh, like she played that so well with the loss of yeah. her mom and like yeah. not understanding that she's gone waiting for her to come back. Yeah. Um, and like, just oh, and the they, slow like, really she's in the bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then of course him not really dealing with it or having that conversation with her, and them yeah. coming out together. Like one of my favorite scenes um, was when Karina was telling her that she could be angry. It's okay to be angry that you didn't get to say goodbye, and them punching the Mister Potato Head. What's that thing called? Yeah. Oh yeah, that with the like, dummy kids punching bag thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And like how they and all really got in on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like yeah. that was that was a really I enjoyed this movie so much. Um, I yeah. don't think I had seen it before. Um, uh, was it two months ago when mm-hmm. we were talking yeah, about it, Susan? Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, well I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna check it out. And mm-hmm. I bought it because I really I fell in love with it. And yeah. like we said, it's um, a really sweet movie. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a sweet movie. And Ray Liotta. Whew, yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> That's right. We got yeah. Prime Ray. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like I, I wasn't sure what to expect the first time I'd seen it though. I didn't know it was going to be a romance. I thought like, yeah. okay, well, she's going to be the maid and she's going to help him like, you know, get back on his feet and help the little girl get back on her feet. It's going to be one of those mammy roles and mammy roles that were so used yeah. to seeing back in the day. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that like she had her own inner life and um, we got to see her dreams. Like she uh, loved, she loved music and um like she got to say how much she wanted to see with the liner notes and everything like she she mm-hmm. wanted to, that, that was her dream so maybe yeah. she gets to do that maybe. eventually somehow yeah. yeah 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 and then like they write music together like she helped mm-hmm. him like with his ad campaign so. right, right. Yeah. yeah and one of the things i i really 
loved one of the little moments was when he's leaving for work and they they kiss you know it's like yeah yeah did that just happen okay yeah yeah (laughs) and and little molly sees what's coming before they do because at one point in time uh, she's telling her you don't don't fill up on chips you want that sunday later don't fill up on chips and he's like listen to your mother (laughs) and she looks between them and she's grinning it's like yeah okay (laughs) yeah 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 very true. Yeah, this one was so sweet. I'd seen it years ago and uh, not in the theater, I don't think. I think I saw it like on cable. And yeah, I just thought it was so sweet. So what's what's next? Jumping Jack Flash. Oh, yeah. It's a gas gas gas. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think I love this. Said it. Yeah. And another romance. Mm-hmm. Online dating. First oh, one right, right. ever. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's before there was such a thing as mm-hmm. online, much less online dating. Oh, I didn't write down what year this came out. 86. Um, okay, thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People didn't even have emails yet. Not like yeah. the public, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was crazy. And you could see that she at least... Um, had a crush on him mm-hmm. while they were just communicating online. Yeah. Yeah. And and when she was waiting for him at dinner, mm-hmm. total crush slash mm-hmm. falling in love. Yeah. And then when he showed up, it was all about, yeah, we're going on a date. So mm-hmm. he felt the same way. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, and, and that was so interesting. Like you said, this was way before with um, like online dating. Like that wasn't even a thing yet um, when they were doing this. Uh, like she, she saved his life. What's that? What's that speed rule? Oh no, we don't want to go with the speed rule. Oh, that's yes. not going to work out. They are <laughs> going to work out. Never mind. Yeah, never worked out. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to, no, they're, they're going to work out. They worked out. Yeah. Um, Intense situations. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, and like, I, I love that we got to see her in this. Um, I, I forgot what she was a she was a data input specialist or something. She was transferring money yeah. back and forth. Um, but mm-hmm. like again, this was the '80s, and she wasn't a maid in this. She wasn't a maid. Right. She wasn't a criminal. Like she had a yep. she had a job on not Wall Street, but whatever. Maybe it was Wall Street in an investment know. bank. I think it was yes. on Wall Street. Yes, yeah. yes, and like it was just it was just normal. She was just a regular yeah. person, and yeah. it, Penny Marshall directed this. Did y'all know yes, that? That's right. Yeah. 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 And like, I, I love this movie so much. Um, yeah. Like whenever I think of it, I think of that scene with her in that blue dress, that sequin blue dress and the shredder. Like, oh, yes. And oh getting stuck gosh. in that thing and like yeah. losing part of the dress. I completely yeah. forgot about her. Was she pretending that she was Dinah Ross or she was just supposed to be the, the entertainment? Like like a, a singer. Yeah, no, was she was be... just pretending to be the entertainer, like, you know, lip syncing. Okay. And she did okay. the lip syncing so badly. That was she hilarious. Did. That was, that was. And like, that was on purpose. And like, this yes. movie was filled with so many comedians. Like, I had to stop writing. Like, yeah, Carol mm-hmm. Kane, John Lovitz. Uh, Jim Belushi and like yeah. there were just so many so many comedians in this movie yeah. and like I just I had so much fun Phil Hartman and mm. oh my god yes yes yeah. I oh miss my god him. and me too me too and I don't know it, 
like there were just so many action scenes like it, it felt and we're, we're gonna talk about like the racism we see in some of these older movies like the ca- casual racism like just yeah. in using language but like that wasn't here like I didn't yeah. see that message y'all no no okay okay um, like and like the, I feel like this is one of my favorite things that she's been in. Like yes, we have the color po- purple, which is like yeah, one yeah. of the standards, and we've yeah. seen it. We've talked about that. I think this yeah. past year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was an assignment a while ago. Yeah. Color At least I watched. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. yeah so did. yeah, I did not rewatch it this week. Me either. Mm-hmm. And because it, it was very very recent that we just watched it. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, this. Yeah. I forgot how much I love this movie. And when it came to renting or buying it, I, I bought it. One, cool. because Susan, I think you watched it before either of us did. And you put in the comment in there about the online dating in the 80s. And yeah, I like, I didn't Kelly remember did. most. Kelly, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Kelly. So yeah, yeah. I was like, I think I like this movie. I think I like this movie enough to spend $14 on it. And y'all yes. don't know, but spending $14 on a movie from the 80s I That's usually wait lot. until it's yeah. on. Yeah, I, I usually yeah. wait. I was like, no, yeah, I, I think I'm going to love it. I remember loving this movie. And yeah. I haven't seen it in maybe 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just and I did I, some some other ones also that I, well, yeah. um, the, the Disney Plus double feature of Sister Act and Sister Act 2. Yes, uh, yes, aw. yes. Yeah, and I hadn't seen Sister Act two before. Oh, you hadn't? Okay. No. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was it was really cool to see like Lauren mm-hmm. Hill and yep. everybody. You know, it's like oh my gosh, there's so many so many people in that. Oh, and Jennifer Love Hewitt. They're all yeah. playing little high school students. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. So. And of course, and I love that a lot of her movies take place in San Francisco because, mm-hmm. you know, that's always fun. And they're in yeah. the parts of San Francisco that aren't normally, you know, you wouldn't normally recognize. Right. So, you know, anyway, but it's, it, those were, those were fun, you know, yeah, needed yeah. a little lighter week. <laughs> yeah. Now I know she's done like, we were saying, you know, the color purple and all those really heavy, mm-hmm. <laughs> dramatic films. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But these, I mean, even though Jumpin' Jack Flash, like you said, Court's filled with comedians and there are some slapstick, significant slapstick moments, um, she does save Jack's life. They do have, you know, this burgeoning romance throughout and he shows up at the end. So to me, that is significant, mostly because this is in the 80s. She's a black woman having this romance with a white man. Mm -hmm. And he figured out because she told him finally that she's a woman. He didn't know she was a black woman. And conservative people in this country still in 2021 have a cow about interracial relationships so Mm -hmm. in the 80s that was even more of a big deal yeah but so 
we had that in Jumpin' Jack Flash and Karina Karina. Mm-hmm. Two comedies, Karina Karina less, actually. It was more of a what, dramedy. Not full on drama, yeah. but it, not a yeah. comedy either. Yeah. But light like drama. Not, yeah. yeah, not yeah. even light because the, but it was light, light drama. Um, so I think those were significant though because of those yeah. relationships. Yep. Karina Karina yeah. more so, but yeah. Oh, for sure. And that definitely, you know, aligns with with Whoopi herself and mm-hmm. you know her progressive politics you know mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like let's make yeah. these progressive stories yeah mm-hmm. so either for for the time that they're set in and mm-hmm. for um the time that we're watching it they're mm-hmm. progressive mm-hmm. yeah all right so soap dish though mm-hmm. i love soap dish me too. I think it is funny. Uh, yeah, I, I love all the actors in it. Um, it. This was 1991, I think. Didn't write it down, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I hadn't seen it, I think, since it came out. I'd forgotten about some of the actors, actresses. I'm like, oh my God. And Robert Downey Jr., oh my gosh, just, you know, <laughs> so young. And drunk and on drugs then I think and um so to me the questionable moment was at the end when Whoopi's character and I forget the other woman's name out Kathy Moriarty's character as being a trans woman and they showed the year oh yeah um it showed the yearbook photo and name and all of that. And I know that that wasn't a big deal back then. And trans people were really made fun of and they didn't make fun of, they didn't laugh. We saw the worst in addition to just outing her was Mm -hmm. we saw Robert Downey Jr. You know, like, cover his mouth and almost give a it just the slightest of like barfy reaction that was terrible they could have made it much worse much and they outed her to to prove that she can't be pregnant with kevin klein's Mm -hmm. character's kid yeah but that was still sad to me i'd forgotten about that like when i think of that movie i think of kevin klein um with his uh What's that? The what play was he in? To kill a uh, yes. Yeah, death of a salesman. <laughs> to kill a salesman <laughs> and the death of a mockingbird. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. death of a salesman. Yeah, I so him and Sally Field. Oh, for sure. Like, but him and Sally Field in this movie were just the most fun. Um, I didn't yeah. really go back and watch it because I didn't remember being there a lot of Whoopi being in there a lot. So I, I didn't go back and watch it again. Um, and I've owned this movie for forever. And like, I, I didn't remember that ending. I almost wish they would remake it with all the same people uh, and take out that ending. Yeah. <laughs> like make it something else, like figure out yeah. a way to resolve this without outing her. Yeah. Yeah. That like that being a punchline or some way to hurt someone now is, and then it was damaging, right? But I like you I'm could, glad that we can acknowledge that now. Yes, and you could do it by 
revealing her real age. Like mm-hmm. maybe she's really 60 and postmenopause, or she's had a hysterectomy, though that would break HIPAA right. laws. Um, but even 60, and she's claiming and, you know, has had so much work done that she looks 45. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like the hysterectomy thing. And if Terry Thatcher character does it, it's not breaking any HIPAA laws. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're putting her medical records out there, but they're not doctors. Yeah. yeah. Or if they get some friend of hers on there who was with her, you know, took her mm-hmm. to the hospital mm-hmm. and was with her in the uh, post-op room or something. Yeah. I, don't know. I just, There's I remember that movie being, being a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like besides like that element, like that movie was a lot of fun. Yeah. But does it hold up? Does it hold up, Kelly, besides that? Yes. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. Elizabeth Shue was good. Yeah. <laughs> As Sally and Kevin's daughter. It's so much fun to watch these and see all these, like, the background people. It's like, oh, that's so-and-so. Big. Yeah. <laughs> In a yes. leading role now. Oh, God. It was Sophie. Like, she was pretending to be her aunt. And she was really yes. her mother. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Oh, they're... Their real life stories were fodder for soap opera. Yeah. And it got people to watch because we're all nosy as hell. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Oh, it was was reality shows before those became big. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Mm -hmm. They were on to something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ghost. Ghost. Mm -hmm. Ghost. Did y'all watch Ghost? Uh oh, I watched Ghost. Mm-hmm. I watched Long Walk, Long Walk Home, and yeah, Burglar. Me too. Okay. Yeah, me too. And I watched the three episodes from Star Trek. Me too. I'm glad you picked those, Susan. They were good. Yeah. yeah. Like I actually I yelled out. I was but like, you know the board? What? I didn't watch them. <laughs> oh Lord. I know. It's okay. So they were great episodes. Yeah, Ghost. Um. Yep, still enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd forgotten a lot of details from it. Um, uh, the only thing I wrote down was when Sam inhabits, so Patrick Swayze's character, um, inhabits Whoopi's body. Mm-hmm. Um I'm glad that they showed Whoopi's hands touching Demi's um, at first. Mm-hmm. After that, we see Patrick Swayze yeah. looking at Demi, touching her face. Um, we never see them kiss. We see Demi putting her head on his chest. And of course, he's taller and Whoopi is not. Um, and I didn't remember, but I noticed this time, she, Demi keeps her eyes closed the whole time that he's yeah. inhabiting Whoopi's body. And I think that's fine. I would too, because if yeah. I were seeing someone else, I wouldn't believe as much that it's Sam. Yeah. But again, I was really happy that we saw Whoopi's hands as a reminder of whose body it really is. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like I, I like that the movie spent, spent so much time with him trying to connect with her and then finally gave us that moment. Um, yeah. th- at the point we saw them kiss was when like they could both see him again right before yeah. he was about to go up. Um, yeah. And like they just like had that connection and they kissed and the music was playing right. and you're like, oh my God, tears, yeah. all the tears. Yeah. Um, like this, this movie has been a favorite and remains a favorite. I think the only effects that might not hold up is when like the shadows come. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I didn't discount that over much anyway. Like I, I still, yeah. it didn't take any, away any love that I have for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent, when did that come out? That was 1991. So I think I spent maybe 21 years completely pissed at Tony Goldwyn. Like I hate I hated him on site for the things that his character did in that movie until he became Fitzgerald Grant in Scandal. Like then he re- he was redeemed in my eyes. Oh, that's um, so funny. Yeah, like and when you go back and watch this movie, like all the little actors that we talked about that already, they they were so young. Like Demi, mm-hmm. um, she was just at maybe the not the start start because that what was that Saint almost Fire that was yeah. like the start ish. But like, this was like the hype. Like, yes, she's still around. Yes, she's still doing things. But this was when she was like super popular doing movies with uh, Woody Harrelson and like Patrick. And then G.I. Jane. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. You know, she started on uh, General Hospital, if I remember correctly. She did? I think. Wasn't it a soap opera she started on, Susan? I don't know. Most of our faves did, like most of our faves from back then did start on soap operas. Like Kevin Bacon Mm -hmm. started on, uh, was it Guide and Light? Or was it As World Turns? Yeah, it's like intensive acting school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they're acting every day if Mm -hmm. they have a Mm storyline. And the melodrama. And then I guess Mm -hmm. they have to unlearn the melodrama to figure out how to turn it down. Yep, 1981. She was uh, Jackie Templeton on General Hospital for two years. Cool. Good memory. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch it, but uh, yeah, I just remember reading that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um. Okay. Long walk home. I should not have watched this movie before bed because (laughs) I was so pissed during so much of this movie. Well, not so much of this movie. Um, like there were certain parts right. that pissed me off. You go. I took notes. <laughs> you go. <laughs> you All right. So nineteen it was nineteen fifty. Was it nineteen fifty six? Nineteen fifty six. It takes place, I think. Then, yeah. Okay. Something so of like course, that. it's during the um, the Montgomery bus boycotts. Uh, they do mention Rosa Parks uh, being arrested. Mm-hmm. And we find out that the boycott is happening. Sissy Spacek is in this and amazing. I love her. I forgot how much I love her. Um, and of course, Whoopi, uh, she's the main character. Uh, she plays Odessa. Uh, she's the maid for Sissy Spacek's characters. I think it's the Thompson's, um, like that, that family. And like, she's so humble in this. And of course, um, like living back then, like she would, have, she would have to be. Like that's her livelihood. This is how she takes care of her family. Um, and it... It hurts going back and watching some of this stuff because we know that it really did happen. Um, like they were talked to, like like people around them would just talk about like black people, like and she's there serving them while she's being called these things while her people are being talked about, and she has to take mm-hmm. it again because this is her livelihood. This is how she makes her living. This is how she feeds her children. 
Um, so Sissy's basic, um, her character, like she goes to the market, I guess, near where uh, Whoopi's um, or Odessa, where, where Odessa's family lives. So she picks her up maybe twice a week and the other days she has to walk to work. And um, like she, she'll come home at the end of the day and her feet will be literally bleeding from that long walk, long walk home. That's the name of the movie. Um, and it just shows you, you know, what people went through, what they sacrificed to um, help support that boycott that was so important back then. Um, and like mo most people that we saw in the movie, like they were continuing to support it. They were doing what they needed to do. At one point, her daughter does get on the bus. And of course that ends up causing some kind of confrontation with these three teenage guys who beat up like her odessa's son like they, like yeah he's all bloody like and mm -hmm. bruised when they go to church the next day but like they don't lose their good spirits which is something that of course we always have to do like we we push through mm -hmm. it because we have no other choice um that's just how it's always been mm -hmm. but i i appreciate Sissy's basic character I wish I remembered her name right now like she she was finding her own place in the world like she was fighting for herself because she, at first she was keeping it a secret from her husband like what she was doing driving like Odessa's character back and forth um he didn't want her to do it because he thought okay well you're just making this whole situation prolong because you're helping make it easier and like he at first told her she couldn't do it he refused to let her do it and she's like well you know what running this household is my job so you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to work with you tomorrow. I'm going to tell you how to do your job. And um, like, he has no choice but to let her like go about her business because she's, she's right. Mm -hmm. And um, not only does she continue to drive Odessa forth, she uh, starts carpooling people. She starts carpooling um, other folks who need a ride like every day, mm -hmm. like she stands up. And I love that moment where, or it was a very, very telling moment um, right before she made that decision when she went back and she looked at her own um, photo album. And we saw, like, we couldn't really see the face of, um, I guess, the maid who helped raise her. But, like, that was someone who had been important in her life. And there was a picture of her as a little girl. And, like, there was a Black woman's arm. Like, you couldn't see the Black woman in full, but you could see her arm, like, touching her shoulder. And, like, it just says so much about the way things had been before. And... Mm -hmm like she saw her own daughter's relationship with Odessa and how important Odessa was to her little girl. And I feel like she wanted to be an example to her little girl too. And I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I just, it, the thing that made me angry is more so like just the utter racism that was in it. And it's not the fact that it had to be here. Like they did their job with this movie. They did a good job of depicting everything as how, as how it was where like, the the temperature of everything they did a great job with that it just it made me angry hearing it because that's mm -hmm. how it was and it hurt mm -hmm. for, for me watching them because people actually experience that so mm -hmm. and True. it's maybe a lot of ways still experience it yeah yeah again i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> so at one point Whoopi and Sissy are in the car in, you know, Sissy's. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's one right before Sissy is um, going to um, yes. volunteer to be part of the carpool. Mm -hmm. And Whoopi says that part about one day we uh, will be living in your neighborhood and voting and she lists a few other things. 
I was, well, of course you wouldn't, but I was thinking and making movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then I looked up, like, who made this movie? All the major crew, producer, dir- producers, director, editor, cinematographer are white. Of course. Of course. Yeah. You know. Um, and so then I was thinking, so is it, quote, okay for us, me, white people, to like like the movie when it's told from the perspective of white people? You know, all the, the filmmakers are white. And I mean, I know it is, especially if it's done in a... Um, in an appropriate and accurate way. I mean, Color Purple certainly was. That was based on um, a book, um, Alice Walker. Um, so, you know, it's, it, it's sort of a silly question. And then one last thing, or actually two. Um, so based on the title, The Long Walk Home, it's about Whoopi's character. But really... Mm-hmm. It's about Sissy, her transformation. And like you said, her realization, how important her maid was to her in her childhood, how important Mm -hmm. Odessa is to her child. So, um, yeah, I don't see Sissy as like a white savior. I do Mm -hmm. see her more as an ally in a time when that was really dangerous. So I thought that was good. Um, And, you know, she, she didn't save Odessa. She didn't save the other mostly black women who needed rides. She really was helping Mm -hmm. and at risk to herself at, at significant risk. Yeah. Okay, and then the one last little thing. You mentioned Rosa Parks earlier. Her bus, number 2857, was used in the background. And the bus was so messed up, it had to be towed there. Oh, my God. To be in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Read that on IMDb in the trivia section. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is so amazing. Um, Watching this, I did think of The Help, which we know is a white savior movie. The right people are not centered. We don't know enough about the characters we should know about. And like exactly what you said, yes, um, Sissy's character, like she is like a a main character. We learn a lot about Mm -hmm. her. She transforms in this. But like Odessa's family, Whoopi's family in this movie, Mm -hmm. they're also center stage. We get so many things with them. And like from Odessa herself, watching like her trials, watching, oh my God, that long walk in the rain that she has to do when she stands up for herself. Like, I I can't, I can't work for you anymore. I cannot do this every day. Yeah. Um, So, and like, that that is the final push for Odessa. That is the final push for Sissy's character (laughs) to step up and stand up to her her husband. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good point. That final confrontation, um, like, I, I was up watching this at like maybe one o'clock in the morning last night. I was so angry again, because like they were saying what they were saying and chanting mm-hmm. it when they were crowding around. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of women. They were crowding around threatening <sighs> like these women and like, just, I thought something worse was going to happen, but they were able to, okay. Maybe that's the part where it's from, told from the, um, 
Caucasian perspective because <laughs> I'm sure it would have been a darker if, if yeah. that had been like real real like yeah. were, the, were the events based on a true story I mean I know like the overall yes but like know. that car okay okay because I feel like they stopped before I thought I they think they were an example because they were singing okay yeah like, I don't think the women came these... together mm-hmm. okay yeah, the yeah, women I came together that in that Sissy moment. And, and Whoopi were real people. Okay. I think they were probably just an example. I don't know. I don't okay. remember saying that. Okay. Yeah, because like just thinking of like the things that have happened in reality, and it did note that after the Montgomery, um, like after that boycott was over, and like the Supreme Court ruled, hey, like you have to let them sit wherever the hell they want to sit. Um, we know that there were church bombings and things like that. Mm-hmm. So we know mm-hmm. how bad things could and did get. And the way it ended didn't feel very realistic for what we know. Like they started singing their church hymn and sissies and her daughter, they joined hands and like they stood up with the, the women. They were allies with the women. And I love that. It didn't yeah. feel very realistic mm-hmm. the way it ended. Mm-hmm. And I hated her husband. I wanted her to divorce her husband, oh, even though he did yes. stand up for her kind of sort of at the end, but it was too late. Yeah. Yeah. Good movie though. Good pick. Yeah. I hadn't seen that one. Hard watch. Yeah. Next time, watch it early in the day so you can watch some <laughs> comedy after. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to comment on Burglar real quick? Oh, okay. So <laughs> a burglar is another movie I have not seen in a decade or two. It's a 1987 comedy mystery. So it's a mystery. Um, it had a vibe of Beverly Hills cop with the music and it had some characters from police Academy. It had uh, Bob Gothwaite and GW Bailey, um, two actors. I love, I love Bobcat in this movie. Like he was the most fun in this movie. Um, you could, tell it was written like this movie was written well of course most movies were written in the 1980s by a white writer um and I watched this before I watched A Long Walk Home I I, I texted you guys I was really angry with some of the uh, things like some of the writing in the movie um at one point in time G.W. Bailey casually calls Whoopi's character a pickaninny Mm-hmm. and um she goes into like the self-deprecating or like she just like fucking with them talking about oh yes massa oh i'm sorry massa mm-hmm. and like who, who wrote this and earlier in the movie um like she's dressed as a maid but she's actually a burger burglar yeah. um she was trying to break into someone's house and mm-hmm. um like when the guy got home and i guess his bodyguard or whoever um like she pretended that she had seen like robbers come out of his house and she said oh yeah they're colored boys and I don't know how many I was five of them 20 of them, I don't mm-hmm. know like you could you could tell who who did the writing once um I kind of not got over but like once we got beyond those particular moments and got into the mystery of things and the comedy of things I was able to kind of push that aside Mm-hmm. to enjoy like what was coming because it, it was a good movie I, I enjoyed this movie for so many reasons mostly Whoopi like she did an amazing job in this and like and Bob, uh, yeah. just the events and yes and Bobcat and just like breaking down the mystery of everything that happened um but it also reminded me of uh re-watching 48 hours for the first time mm-hmm. in years and I had rewatched it and um maybe the last 
spring last summer I don't know sometime after the pandemic started up and I was like I love 48 hours let me watch 48 hours I haven't seen this in forever and I watched it and Nick Nolte's character was so racist and he was such a bigot mm. and there was a Native mm. American character in that movie yeah. <laughs> and yes and like he was he was a bigot against um Eddie Murphy's character and I'm pretty sure he said the n-word several times oh, and um yeah he did yeah he did and he also, again, I can't remember what he said about the Native American character, but he talked mm. about that too. Yeah. So, like, Maybe I, like I this won't is not a movie. That. If you go back, watch the second one, another 48 hours. Like, I don't remember him being a bigot in that one. And I As feel like much? I've seen that one more <laughs> recently. No, and like, they, they had, a, they're, they're, they were more friends and partners now. Okay. Like those two. But that first one, oh boy. Oh, well, yeah. 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 And there, you know, that's this, not- that scene in the bar. And, yeah. Come oh, on. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you get the scene in the bar done better in the second movie. <laughs> yeah. You do got to love his singing The Police's Roxanne. That anyway. was in the second one. So, yes. <gasps> what? Yes. Oh, you mean a- also? Yeah. Was okay. it in the first? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. is. That's the first yeah, he time. Was in the- He's in the prison singing it, but he's singing it again on the bus. <laughs> and another okay. 48 hours cute and then his, his best rolls over 48 <laughs> oh my lord <laughs> oh man i want to go back and watch that now and it's gonna be a problem it's not i promise the, the first one was the problem okay and like, that's why the that's one of the issues with going back and watching things again but i enjoyed this so much like john goodman was in this too i'm not for not another 48 hours he was in um burglar okay oh yes that's right i was trying to figure out her blue contact like that was just an aesthetic where, where she's supposed to have blue eyes oh. oh i didn't even notice or i don't remember oh no weird but again bobcat played carl and he was so funny like yes. um there was a he scene was like, where he was being questioned by the no, police just, yeah no sorry you're yeah. gone no, I was saying there was a scene where he was being questioned by the, by the police and that was hilarious. And this other, oh God, where he told her, well, you know, if you drink olive oil and coat your stomach before you go drinking, yes. you can drink as much as you want. <laughs> but and I then they think go bar that hopping. that's pretty true. It, it, I mean, remember in the Americans, no. Uh, no, it's not. I don't think so. It doesn't, it, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense at all. Li- okay. Well, then the <laughs> well, Americans was wrong too. Well, maybe maybe that's just what they thought in the eighties. That's maybe what they the thought mo- in the eighties. Maybe we should ask Doctor Google page that. Week. <laughs> well, maybe we should. I believed it from the Americans. To me, it makes some sense that at least it would enable you to drink more, not all you want. Or we, I was going to say he, he drank a lot. Or we could yeah. ask any any medical experts who are yes. friends of the podcast. We might know yes. one yeah. or two. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I may I, end I, up I, sounding stupid for believing it to some extent, but I don't care. It's okay. I haven't tried it. It works for At the movie. I haven't done so. that. Yes. There yeah. you go. Well, well, maybe no, it works it with didn't. just wine. Movie science. <laughs> it didn't work for the movie. Oh, okay. But again, he right, drank a lot. He but he never drank. Where? In this movie? I mean, it seemed like, no, it's it probably outside of the movie. I mean, outside of that scene in oh, yeah, the movie no. world, he never drank. Yeah, no, just in, just at the bar, like when he, they were going back and forth to different bars, he got drunk that night, and it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I forgot what I was going to say. Go ahead, Kelly. 
Oh, no. Oh, just that he totally reminded me of his character in Scrooge, which I love. Yes. ScienceMag.org. Olive oil or another food-grade oil taken by the tablespoon shortly before alcohol consumption may help to slow the rate at which alcohol is absorbed, giving your body more time to adjust to its new blood chemistry. Well, maybe he just did it wrong. Do you have to do that before every drink or just at the beginning? I don't know. I'm clicking on it. He, he did this when they were walking around a small convenience yeah. store. He picked up a bottle and he just started drinking out of it. And then he put it back and she's yeah. like, what are you doing? You got paid for this. And he's like, you're yeah. a burglar. He's like, I don't steal from everybody. Like, you got to be careful who you steal from. <laughs> like, yeah. they can't afford for me to steal from them. Yeah. Oh, so I do like, I'm going to spoil this. I do like who the killer turned out to be. The killer turned out to be in a relationship with the victim. And I like that they did that because, like, they don't have a lot of, well, I'm not in the 80s, like, same sex. Granted, they made him a killer, but still, like, there, there was no, because he was married. I don't know. Um, they had something against dentists in the 80s because it was this <laughs> and Little Shop of Horror where they had these dental scenes that would make people probably afraid to go to the dentist. That's why people of our generation are afraid of the dentist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like it was brutal. Oh, I love the scene of um, when she was in the arts artist's apartment <laughs> when she first got there. Oh my gosh. Like she played that awesome for comedy. She pretended like she was drunk or something. And like yeah. he was like, here, just take this water, drink this water. Yeah. And uh, she just looked at her other apartment. Oh man, this is this is awesome. This is amazing. Where is it? The African art there? Bada boom, bada boom. <laughs> Like she is fantastic. Oh, and when the police, um, like they found her apartment, she had that awesome lock with the pole where they couldn't get in. Mm. I'm trying to figure out what her door was made of because they had to take a whole torch to it. It was like a <laughs> safe. I mean, at first it was like, like, is like that a, a refrigerator? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and like when they're banging on the door, like she's making a sandwich as calm as you please, and you're like, wait a minute. What? What are you doing? How are you getting out of this? Yeah. And later we see how she got out of it. Yeah. Like, that was awesome. I, yeah. I enjoyed this movie. Like I said, once I got past those two little things, I guess, like maybe I'm making more out of it than I, I should be because again, it was the 80s and the 80s is, was not as far removed from the 50s and all that came before it. Oh my God. Well, Unfortunately, we might see some of the same stuff next week, but less because <laughs> we are watching. Oh, racism wise. Yeah. 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 Movies and shows of Regina King. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to move this to the top of the list that I want you guys to mm-hmm. see Southland on okay. um, HBO Max. Those okay. those two episodes, or you can watch the entire one okay. through seven. So Southland, uh, season one, episode one, the pilot, and season one, episode seven. Okay. Or you can just watch all the way through. So, <laughs> but this this it's like an hour long show. Um, it was I guess on ABC or NBC, and then it moved to ABC. a. Um, 
Hulu? And then it moved. Did it move? It, yeah. It Hulu? Or TNT? Yeah, TNT. TNT in like season four or five or something. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and you will we'll also see um, Michael Cudlitz from many, many years ago and lots of other mm-hmm. people. So anyway, so uh, we also, it's, you know, similar. We've got like a long list of movies and shows that she was in. So we'll see. Boys in the Hood for Rent, Poetic Justice on Stars, Friday, HBO Max. Yay, some comedy. (laughs) Has Stella got her groove back on Tubi, Enemy of the State on Peacock, and then the show Seven Seconds on Netflix, Watchmen on HBO Max, and uh, an episode of SNL, season 46, episode 12 on Hulu. So you we gotta will... find a two two seven episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch some. And we've all seen, or we we yeah, three of us have seen seven seconds and Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I might go back and watch an episode of each. Um, we have so much other stuff of hers to watch. So right. Oh yeah. Those would be my lowest priority. Just like you know, we didn't rewatch Color Purple. So, and. Yeah. It's time to start the rewatch of The Leftovers. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing something different this year, too. So I started the rewatch yesterday. I watched the first two episodes. And then mm-hmm. I downloaded the audiobook. Ooh. Okay. I'm like, we haven't done that. that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I have a free credit. Okay. I'm going to do that right now. Mm-hmm. All idea. right. I'll do it, too. Okay. Good. Then we can all talk about it. Does it say how many hours it is? 10 hours. Oh. And you can listen at 1.5 or whatever and make it shorter, you know. I guess totally I'm about the Scott Glenn. About, about an hour or two in into it. Okay. There's already some some big differences. So oh. Better? Doesn't matter. But, okay. One of my friends posted yesterday this photo of one of her cats and uh the cat was very contemplative looking and so my friend said something about the rapture or the leftovers want her or or him I forget yeah him and oh I was like oh my god you pushed Kelly's buttons (laughs) yeah and so I left a comment that um uh, that cat is all given that the cat is all white or with those white sheets. Um, I think the cat is joining the guilty remnant and then in parentheses, <laughs> the leftovers best period show period ever. And so she yeah. replied that she's never seen the show, but she read the book a few years ago. Oh, so okay. I guess all of this means I'm supposed to read slash listen to the book right now. Yeah. All right. We'll all do it. This will be a totally different annual Le- The Leftovers podcast then. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Okie dokie. Yeah. Emmys this oh, past yeah. Sunday. <laughs> this past Sunday. That's right. You might also see a little Emmys recap in your feed, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't decided yet. <laughs> No. Or we can just, may just talk about it next, next week. week. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody have a good week. And until next time, geek on. <laughs>